Welcome to Veterans Air, the Veterans Hour, your source of news, talk, and uncensored commentary here on the Lone Star Community Radio. I'm your host, Douglas B., and along with my co-host, Dangerous Dan, the bug-killing man, we're going to talk today. You can listen to us live the first Tuesday of every single month um, on veteransair.us if you're on the internet, or Conroe's FM 106.1 and 104.5. I'm going to get into my radio voice. Oh, I also believe we're live streaming on Facebook. We, 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 we have in studio with us Kim Little Girl, our director of social media, who's live streaming Facebook. Hi, Facebook. Um, as always, a little housekeeping before we get started today. Absolutely. Well, you can contact Veterans Air through our website, www.veteransair.us. Leave us a message, or better yet, text us in the studio on our Google phone, 936-344-3083. Are you impressed that I memorized that since I didn't do it last time? I actually just figured out how to work Google phones the other day, and uh, I thought you actually had a phone by Google. You don't pay me enough to have a phone I, by Google. I'm working for free. Hey, Dan. Doug. It's February. Yes. Do you know what that means? It's not January. It's not <laughs> January, but Valentine's Day is coming up next week. Did you get little girl something beautiful? Yes. Did you get my wife something beautiful? Yes. Good, that's good. <laughs> you can give it to me in the car later on so oh, I can go. I bring that up because uh, January, I promised everyone that uh, you can go, that we'd have something special for everybody um, for Valentine's Day, and I try to keep my word. So good listeners out there, you can head on over to www.veteransair.us slash Valentine, and uh, you can download some donated e-gift cards, or rather just e-cards, e um, for Valentine's Day for your honey. Download, print it out, give it to her. Or give it to him, as the case may be, and you'll be good to go. Uh, they're courtesy of Texas Grace Photography and your friends here at VeteransAir.us. February, other than being Valentine's Day, there's a lot of things going on in February. I think I have some birthdays in February. Not mine, just other people's. Yes. Yes, as a matter of fact, we do have birthdays in February. We have Washington and Lincoln's birthday coming up in February. Uh, we, we know that as, as President's Day, it's a federal holiday. They share a birthday? I didn't know. No, they don't share oh. a birthday, but, you know, the federal government wanted to have a day off, so they lumped them both together, <laughs> and they called it President's Day. So we get that off. Um, I Well, neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is also Black History Month in February. So we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about uh, Black History Month. We're talking about Valentine's Day, and... Uh, we're going to have a, our constitutional minute today is actually going to be a, a commentary on the, the Constitution and some things that are going on in this country that, well, that I feel that I need to voice an opinion on. And we actually have a, a listener that wrote, a, uh, wrote us something great that we're going to read on air. Oh. Um, so we're, oh, Valentine's Day. Do you know why we celebrate Valentine's Day? Uh Hallmark holiday. Hallmark holiday. This is Dick. Do you know why we celebrate um, Valentine's Day? Uh, for sure, no. Did you get Holly something nice? You know what's funny is that someone brought that up to me this morning, and I didn't realize next week was Valentine's Day, so I'm on it. 
If, on it. Me, don't worry, Holly. I'm on it. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Engaged Boy. If you oh, yeah. If you don't get her something uh, I nice. Totally, well, what's great about it is I think she was hinting at it because were she kept asking, what am I doing over the weekends? Because she works off hours. So, you know, actually same plans is pretty important for her schedule. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even think about it. But I made plans anyway with her. So, Outstanding. But not like the special. Flowers, candy, dinners. Roses. Dinner's always good. Dinner's always so. good. I was thinking of being, bring her higher quality detergent, and that would be a good <laughs> guess, right? Or uh, you're you such know. you're such a romantic. Such well, a she romantic. likes to smell nice, so now she'll smell extra nice. <laughs> your Tide Pods, they're all the crazy. <laughs> <laughs> your baby having Valentine's Day. It's a box of Tide. Chocolate covered Tide Pods. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it is a Hallmark holiday. Um, but I did some research on Valentine's Day to find out why do we have this holiday? Because, you know, we, we like to, to figure out why we have holidays and the meanings of them. And Valentine's Day is going to be no exception. So I got my information from history.com. Dot com? History.com. Not dot org. Not dot org. It's dot com. So they're, they're, they're commercial concern. They're there to make money. Um, so... If I get this wrong, just remember, this is according to history.com. Um, Valentine's Day commemorates a Catholic saint. One legend contends that Valentine was a priest who served during the third century in Rome when Emperor Claudius II decided that single men, men made better soldiers than those with wives and families. He outlawed marriage for young men. I, I agree with that. Single men make better soldiers. They do. No girlfriends. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, Valentine, realizing the injustice of this decree, um, defied Claudius and continued to perform marriages in secret for the young lovers. When Valentine's actions were discovered, Claudius ordered that he be put to death. Other stories suggest that Valentine may have been killed for attempting to help Christians escape harsh Roman prisons where they were often beaten and tortured. According to one legend, an imprisoned Valentine actually sent the first first Valentine greeting himself after he fell in love with a young girl, possibly the daughter of one of his jailers, who visited him during his confinement. Before his death, it is alleged that he wrote a letter signed from your Valentine, an expression that is still used today. Although the truth behind Valentine legends is murky, the stories all emphasize his appeal as a sympathetic heroic, and most importantly, a romantic figure. Yes, nothing says love like celebrating a dead saint. Your thoughts on this? I think you should have used Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you're not buying into that. Okay, maybe... Not not really, but it sounds good. I mean, sounds like something Shakespeare would have wrote. wrote. Because everybody dies in the end. Everybody dies in the end. (laughs) Yes, that's good. All you, all you people still going to college, you know, you have to take literature and they, they tell you to, to analyze Shakespeare. Um, everything that Shakespeare written, you can sum up in one line. Everybody dies in the end. Yes. The first version of Game of Thrones. Everybody dies in the end. <laughs> hey, I saw season seven, by the way. Don't tell me. It's good. It's, it's good. It is. No more than that, please. Oh, since I'm drinking coffee on air, I should uh, give the plug. Get the plug. Uh, 
Today's episode is being fueled by Conroe Coffee with their coffee and their muffins. Thank you, Conroe Coffee. Ask for the Americana. They need practice. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the, who's ever over there manning the booth there at Conroe Coffee? You're doing a good job. You're, you're short-staffed and you're running, but, you know, hey, you're doing it. Give yourself a round of applause. Yay for the coffee guy. All right, so you're not buying into this whole same thing. I, I, I can understand that. That's okay. There's another idea, another um, thought or theory of where this Valentine's might have come from. And... We'll turn the page because, you know, I don't practice beforehand. I have to read what I write. Y'all should be thankful that I actually write up and I'm not just rambling. I'm thankful. Are, are you thankful, Dick? <laughs> Dick's thankful. Little girl, are, are you thankful? She's just over there giggling. She's a painted woman today. We're going to put you on camera and everyone's going to see you're wearing lipstick. Ooh. That means no kisses for Dan. It's lipstick. That doesn't count. Uh, we gave it the ultimate test, a hamburger test. You can eat a big hamburger. Listeners out there, um, speaking about lipsticks and kissing, I, I want to remind you all that kissing causes pregnancy. This is a scientific fact. They teach it in schools here, apparently. That's right. <laughs> anyway, back to Valentine's Day. Some claim that the Christian church may have placed St. Valentine's Feast Day in the middle of February in an effort to Christianize the pagan celebration of Lupercilia. I'm not saying that right, but uh, that, that's how I'm going to pronounce it. Um, this festival was celebrated on the Ides of, of February, which is February 15th. And, uh, Lupercilia was a fertility festival dedicated to Faunus, the Roman god of agriculture, as well as the founders Romulus and Remus. I know who Romulus and Remus are from Star Trek. That's right. They are. That's right. Romulus Empire. For the Empire. The Romulan. Oh, is it the real? I can't. I was close. Give me a break here. I haven't finished my coffee yet. <laughs> um, to begin, to begin, we're running on time. So I gotta hurry, hurry up. To begin the festival, members of uh, the Lupercia, a order of Roman priests, would gather at the sacred cave where the infants Romulus and Remus, the founders of Rome, were believed to have been cared for by the she wolf. The priest would sacrifice a goat for fertility and a dog for purification. They would then strip the goat's hide into strips, dip them in this sacrificial blood, and take to the streets, where they would gently slap both women and crop fields with the belief that uh, this would bring better fertility, better crop. Now, these women, far from being fearful, um, would welcome the touch of the hides because they believed that this would make them more fertile in the coming year. Later in the day, according to some legends, all the women in the city would put their names in this big urn. And then all the bachelors of the city would go by one by one and pick out a name. And these men and women would now be compared for the year. These matches often ended in matrimony and marriage. Well, there you have it. That's Valentine's Day. All right. On, on a personal note to my son-in-law, if you're listening, Robert, if you smack my daughter with a dead goat, I'm pretty sure she's not going to take that as a sign of love. It's okay. I hear goats kosher. The goat kosher. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so President's Day is coming up. Now, President's Day is the day the federal government recognizes both Washington and Lincoln's birthday. So it's closed. However, be advised, 
that there's some states and some municipalities that still have Washington and Lincoln's birthday as separate events, separate days. Um, so if you're going to do something, check in your local area to see what's open. What else is happening in February? Oh, Black History Month. Yes. Let's not forget about that. People will get very angry at this. We wouldn't want angry people. Stay we, life. This is This is the, the more gentle and loving victims there. <laughs> uh, but Black History Month is very important this month. So a little history for all of those who don't know what Black History Month is. Black History Month started way, way back. In 1915, the noted American historian and educator, Carter Goodwin Woodson. Do you know who he is? No, I don't. He started Black History Month. He, well, he had a master's and a PhD in black history, by the way, from Harvard. Before it was cool. Before it was cool. Well, he and his buddy, Jesse Moreland, they founded the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History. You can't say that word anymore, Doug. Uh, I, hey, it's in history. Now, that association is now known as the Association for the Study of African American Life and History, or the ASALH. There's a mouthful. Um, this organization would promote studying black history as a discipline and celebrate the accomplishments of Afri African Americans. Back in uh, 1926, Woodson and the ASALH launched the Negro History Week to bring attention to his mission and to help school systems coordinate and focus this topic of discussion. Woodson chose the second week of February as it encompasses both Frederick Douglass's birthday on February 14th and Abraham Lincoln's birthday on February 12th. Now, in 1976, Gerald Ford, the president, decreed Black History Month a national observance, and every president since has decreed each year's Black History Month theme. I did not know that they had a theme. Did you guys know they had a theme? Uh, no. That's, that's right. We've been missing out. But they do. They have a theme. Like a prom theme? Like a prom theme, yeah. You know, what, what Black History Month is going to focus on this particular Black History Month. And this year, 2018. Let me guess. Is it white guilt? No, it is not. Good guess, but no. <laughs> this is even better than that. Because 2018's uh, Black History Month theme is African Americans in Times of War. That's a good theme. That's a great theme. That's a, that's a veteran's air U.S. approved theme. I like that. African-Americans in times of war. And there is a buttload. Uh, Dick, just so you know, I, I said buttload instead of the, the other word that the FCC would come shut you down. We appreciate that. You're, you're welcome. I'm thinking about you, buddy. I really am. Buttload is the official okay word on the Star Community Radio. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do a shout out here. In keeping with this, this uh, Black History Month theme, Veterans Air would like to salute an African-American hero ourselves. So Ranger Ray, a.k.a. Colonel Omfroy, wherever you are in the world, we salute you. I want to let you know that Veterans Air, we stand YTB. Rangers, lead the way. Hoo-ah! Do you know what YTB stands for? No, Doug. What does it mean? Yield to the blue. Infantry blue. I should, to, I should know that. <laughs> I keep telling you, I am more infantry than infantry. Seven inches of that is titanium infantry blue steel. Up for debate. They wouldn't have to push me out of a plane, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> I can scream all the way down. I am, oh, hey, I'm time for a break, aren't I? I'm running slow. 
All right, we're going to take a short break. We need to take a break for these important messages, but we'll be right back with more commentary and talk here on Veterans Day. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. That is true. That is true. I have been spending a buttload. You can say that on the air. Buttload. Uh, buttload of time in Corpus Christi. Uh, for those of you who missed last month's show, I actually did the show from uh, Corpus Christi live with uh, DV Tanya. And uh, down there in Corpus and Dangerous Dan was up here all by himself in the studio. I was. Um, yeah, EMW, our angel client, we love you, EMW, who pays for this show. Um, they're, they're, their building was devastated, uh, totally trashed. But I am proud to say that uh, next week they're moving back into their, their suites. Doug, I believe the proper way to say that is open floor plan. <laughs> it's an open, hey, Darlene, you now have an open floor plan. Um, and not, not only was I, I helping EMW get the, the network back online and everything else, uh, I was also helping out uh, DV Tanya. That's right. She had a possum, didn't she? No, I have the Darlene has the possum. Oh, okay. Yeah, you may have to go down there and get that no, possum. That's not gonna happen. Um, everybody remembers that uh, during the hurricane, uh, Tanya lost her roof in the very same storm that devastated and took out most of the coastal bend. And she's been struggling since then. Um, she lost $3,500 to unscrupulous roofers, took her money and ran. So um, the, there, there's a company down there that started up. And uh, the, the man who owns it, Daniel Mitchell, he heard about what happened to Tanya. And working with Owens Corning and the Purple Heart Homes, he managed to replace Tanya's roof free of charge. And more than that, he now has a lifetime guarantee warranty on this roof. Um, it's called the Roof Deployment Project. And if you want more information about that, you can check out Daniel and uh, check out the website, www.mitchellroofingtx. Dot com and tell them that you heard them on veteransera.us. All right. So our constitutional minute, the only law that we need to follow in the United States um, is, is going to be a commentary today. I'd like to, to actually see you break a city law and pull up the Constitution and tell them that. Challenge accepted. <laughs> We are, we are now taking suggestions of what city ordinance that I should break and use my constitution as the defense against that city ordinance. Um, so today's rant is, is brought to you by everybody here in America. And let's get down to some serious business. We've been joking around, but we have a serious topic to talk about today, and this is something that everybody has an opinion on. Immigration, DACA, and Dreamers. Hot topic. Because immigration, DACA, and Dreamers are about to shut down our government again on Friday. Yay, all the federal workers, another furlough day that you don't get paid because of this. Don't worry, you'll get back pay, hopefully. <laughs> uh, I think it's important that before we talk about this, that we get our vocabulary down straight. Okay. So, just make sure everybody knows DACA and Dreamers, this is, this is what I found out. 
DACA is the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. It was an American immigration policy that allowed some individuals who entered the country as minors and had either entered or remained in the country illegally to receive a renewable two-year period of deferred action from deportation and be eligible for a work permit. You wouldn't get deported if you turned yourself in and said, hey, I want to take advantage of it. And so far, as of 2017, 800,000 illegal aliens have applied for DACA. I They're feel like it should be a lot higher. That's, that's the official number. Now, this policy was enacted, as everybody knows, um, by President Obama. And as uh, the Obama in administration in uh, June of 2012 set this out as an executive order. And what have we learned here on Veterans Earl? Veterans Earl? Veterans Earl. Earl. Missing R. Veterans Air in our constitutional minutes of the past? Well, we learned that an executive order is not law. Executive order is not legislation. No, 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 no. An executive order is a policy update affecting federal agencies. So dreamers, this, this class of people, dreamers, they're, they're often DACA participants themselves, but they don't have to be. And this is why that number, 800,000, keeps changing when you hear it on the radio and, and, and the, uh, the TV. The talking heads can't come up with a, a number because we can't find a true number because they're illegal aliens. By I, think, I think the term is undocumented in this case because we have no documentation. Undocumented aliens from beyond the Crab Nebula. I've seen <laughs> them. The truth is out there. Uh, by definition, though, by definition, uh, Dreamers refer to the Dream Act. That was a bill that was first proposed in 2001. It didn't pass. Subsequent bills have been brought forward and amended this Dream Act, but it still hasn't passed. Not law at least not yet. This Dreamer Act would provide a pathway to citizenship for dreamers. Now, these so-called dreamers are usually meant to be a class of illegal aliens that could also be DACA participants, but a dreamer is usually meant to be an adult that came here illegally as a child, and sub subsequently, while he was here, he completed some college or military service and has no criminal records. In other words, Daniel, a contributing member of American society. I thought under George Bush, he, uh, he had a policy that you could gain citizenship by serving in the military. Ah, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Well, these talking heads, they came up with these words, DACA and Dreamer, because illegal alien, you know, someone that committed a federal crime by crossing our borders illegally, um, is not a politi politically correct term, though it is factually correct. It's politically incorrect. Doug, facts don't matter. Well... We like to, this is veterans air. We are nothing if we're not politically correct. <laughs> well, wouldn't you agree, Dick? We're, we're politically correct. Dick's saying, no, don't leave me yes. out of this. Boatload correctness. Uh, Boatload of correctness. <laughs> so while all the controversy over this uh, DACA and Dreamers and comprehensive immigration reform, you might ask. Go ahead, ask. Why, Doug? Well, don't we already have a comprehensive immigration policy? I was under the impression we did. You're right. Of course we do. It is called the Immigration and Naturalization, Natu Nationality, Immigration and Nationality Act of 1965. Look it up. But it seems to me that few of these people have read it and fewer, fewer still are even enforcing. 
Aren't those people mainly in government? Why, yes. We, we have governors and mayors that are just making up law as they go along. Well, that's the thing with law. You can always add, but you can never take away. Well, last I looked, uh, they couldn't make law. There's a federal law, and that filters down. It doesn't go from top, doesn't go from bottom to top, goes from top to bottom. And people are upset over this, rightly so. And let me read to you a post that one of our listeners sent to us, and I'm going to read this verbatim. Wow, more protests to keep DACA. Really? including the mayor of Houston, siding with illegals, in caps, it has become quite clear that very few people actually read and understood what the law is. It was meant to give children of illegal immigrants the options of staying here legally as a resident alien or becoming a citizen. The law had enough loopholes and provisions to allow for it to go, going about it the legal route when the child was old enough to make a choice. Yet all I see is these affected children protesting, screaming about the possibility of being deported, being disrespectful to others and to our government. If they live in the USA, go to school here, work here, and yes, that's another thing that yanks my chain, and they want to stay here, why on earth are they waving the Mexican flag? All I see is people able to take advantage of what the U.S. offers. I see a lot of wrong. Some of the dreamers have jobs. How on earth are they paying taxes if they have no Social Security number? How the hell did they even get hired? I blame the businesses too. They shouldn't be able to hire them without a valid social security number. I'm seriously ticked off about this. My goodness, people. If I can get citizenship, anybody can. Stop abusing the system. Dreamers aren't special and should not have special treatment. Dreamers, dreamers supporting citizens, Latino groups, and everybody else, grow up. They had their chance for the past year, two years or more, and plenty of them, plenty of these chances. They should have used that time to work on getting legal status, such as saving the money for fees, hiring immigration attorneys, starting the paperwork. At this point, I will also say that I had only months to fix my status once I got here. Months, not years like dreamers. That's one ticked off American citizen. Yes. Well, you see, the average American doesn't want to kick children out of the U.S. of A. But they want our government to enforce our laws we already have and to secure our borders. Let me tell you a story about an illegal alien that I knew in the Army. See? Your stuff made me think about this. <laughs> After all, this is a veteran's show, so we should talk about some veterans. I'm going to talk about this young man. His name was Private Pham. Private Pham was a young Vietnamese man who came to this country as a child with his parents seeking asylum. You're probably too young to, to remember the boat people, quote, unquote. But he was one of them. This was after Vietnam, I think. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, I wasn't even... Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, his path to citizenship included serving in the United States Army. And Private Pham was an excellent soldier. And he was an American in every sense of the word. He wanted to be an American. He wanted his children to be American. So he joined the Army for four years. And he served with distinction. I know this because Pham was one of my soldiers. Private Pham came to me one day and he asked me for a 48-hour pass. Well, after I laughed at him, I said, okay, no, seriously, what do you want the pass for? You see, Private Pham wanted a 48-hour pass so he can take the U.S. citizenship test and change his name. I said, damn, son, here you go. Gave him a 48-hour pass. He went down, he took his test, came back, changed his name. And what did he change his name, you might ask? Well, 
He chose a good American name, Vinny. Not Vincent, but Vinny Pham. He was very proud that, uh, that he had changed his name, proud to have an American name, Vinny, proud to be a citizen. Now he can get married and have children. I'm just going to uh, ask a question here, Doug. Did he spend a lot of time with Italians by any chance? <laughs> no, we have no idea where he came up with Vinny. None whatsoever. Did but he have a cousin named Vinny? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was great. He was, he was very proud. And, and uh, you know what? I think that's a wonderful thing. Vinny Pham, if you're out there and you're listening, Veterans Air salutes you for being a good American. And you know what else? Vinny Pham, he deserved to be an American. I got two minutes left. I got two minutes to the end of the show or two minutes to my break? Oh, okay, good. Because I got stuff to talk about after the break. He was proud to be an American. He didn't need DACA. He didn't need a Dreamers Act. He came here. He got here. He said, I'm not allowed to be here. What do I have to do to be an American? If you want to be an American, start acting like an American. And then you get the respect. But as long as you're claiming that you're a citizen of another country, proclaiming another country's flag as yours, you do a disservice to yourself and a disservice to this country. I would also like to point out that the Constitution only is for American citizens, not for people who are here illegally. You know, you're absolutely right, but I'm sure that we're going to get some constitutional lawyer who's going to argue that point with us. And we welcome your comments. We probably won't put them on the air, but we welcome your comments anyway. All right. Dick's telling me that I got to go on break. So we're going to take a short break. Well, actually a longer break to, to hear about traffic and weather as foggy as it is in downtown Conroe. And then we're going to be back with what's happening in February in Conroe. Stay tuned to Veterans Air. We'll be back in these messages. Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 936- Six four seven three seven seven six. And you're back with Veterans Air, Douglas B, and our wonderful co-host, Dangerous Dan, the Muffin Man, and our beautiful director of social media, Little Girl. Say hi, Little Girl, so everyone can hear you. Um, so... We were talking about immigration before the break. Oh, no, before you get back to that, I, I have a traffic update um, that Dick did not let you know about. Um, drivers in Conroe, if you didn't know, South Fraser Street has been repaved. And this warning goes out to everybody driving on South Fraser Street. The start and end of that repaving, there's a really, really big bump, and it will eat your tire. So, uh, hey, Conroe, expect to be seeing me about replacing my rear right tire. Thank you very much. Um, Okay, so now that my rant is over on that, All right. someone's going to fix my tire. It's not going to be me, but someone's going to fix my tire. Um, we were talking about immigration, mm-hmm. and I did my rant. Do you have any thoughts on this? On immigration? On my rant. On your rant. Uh, I just think that if you give the government shenanigans, they're going to give you shenanigans right back. I agree. 
and, that you can't uh, expect government to follow the law because you missed a day. Well, here's a thought. Since the government's going to shut down again on Friday over DACA and Dreamer and comprehensive immigration because nobody wants to leave, read our current law and enforce it, I say when the government is shut down, we, we don't have a government. Can't we just assume control? I don't think that's how it works. I think it's actually a negative thing. Oh. Yeah, because... I just can't proclaim myself president and then people would follow me. You can be vice president. You know what, Doug? You can because you're an American. You can you can declare yourself your own independent country if you wanted to. Listeners, you heard it here first. Dangerous Dan, the bug-killing man, says I can be president on Friday. So we're going to see how that goes. It's a social experiment. I would also like to point out, I think it's a 60 majority vote to end a shutdown, not not the Republican majority vote, as Democrats would have you believe. Bunch of talking heads. I say we fire them all and get new people in there. Takes two to tango. That's right. It does. You're both wrong. Fire them all. Hey, we have, uh, what do I have left? I have about, what, 50 minutes left? About 50 minutes left. So um, we should talk about happenings in Conroe this coming month because a bunch of stuff is going on. Bunch of stuff. Um, there is a daddy-daughter dance Saturday the 3rd. Oh, wait a second. That's past. We can't talk about that. We can talk about the mother-son dance coming this Saturday, February 12th at the La Torreta Lake Resort and Spas. So I'm buying a wig and I'm taking one of my sons to this dance because I missed the... Uh... Take Abigail. Abigail, you think yeah. she could pass as a boy? I don't I think, think it matters she, anymore. She, I don't think it matters anymore. We'll yeah, be like, that, that's right. I mean, you, you can be whatever it is you want to be now. Just like Target bathroom. I'm so pretty. I feel pretty. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a... <laughs> uh, Daniel, crack me up. There's a, uh, there, there's a dinner theater drama in town. The Insurance Man Cometh. And it is one of these interactive uh, drama theater presentations. If you guys have never been to one, you should go to one. They're, re they're really great. Um, this is coming up February 9th from 7 to 10 p.m. at the Old West Melodrama. I can hear myself on the outside speakers. I, I know. There's quite a delay, too. I, yeah, I know. I sound pretty damn good. I do. Um, <laughs> hey, guess what? Chinese New Year's celebration. 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Woodlands Children's Museum. So lock up your dogs. Lock February 10th. We, we, we have, a, we have a, a Woodlands Children's Museum? You notice, yeah. how, you, know, you notice how I just let that cat and dog thing go? Yeah, we do have a children's museum in the Woodlands, Doug. I, I didn't know. How can yeah. you, never take, you never take me anywhere, Dan? I've been there once and I got sick. You never take me anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is for you, little girl. February 13th between 10 and 2 p.m. at the Woodlands Children's Museum. Mardi Gras celebration. I'd be interested to know how many beads you pull out of the sea after that. How many pounds of beads? You ever been to Mardi Gras? I have not. I've been to Mardi Gras. I figured. Yeah. Dude, definitely need some crowd control for Mardi Gras. There is also coming up on February 16th at 4:30 is a fish fry by our friends fish over fry? at a fish fish say it for me. Fish fry. Fish Fry. Over at the Knights of Columbus, uh, Knights of Columbus Council 64 or 56. I have no idea where they're at. Uh, but they're having, a, they're having a fish fry. 
There is a Miles for Meals 5K run, which of course will be benefiting the uh, wheel, Meals on Wheels of Montgomery County. That's on February 17th from 8 a.m. to 12 a.m. And you can get more information at the Meals on Wheels of Montgomery County. I would, I would do this, but it's at 8 a.m. If the meals are on wheels, why do we have to run them there? Well, you don't want them to get cold. Do you want a cold meal? Have you ever had cold fish fry? If it's ice cream, yes. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard it here first. Ice cream classifies as a meal, people. Yes, you can make it into ice cream soup. I thought it was like a slurry when it did that. No, you gotta you gotta get it like room temperature. Make soup. You can use a straw. <laughs> I just had this vision of you <laughs> sitting on the couch, you know. Sucking ice cream and applesauce through a straw. And a banjo playing in the background. <laughs> that was one time, Dad. <laughs> Just one time. I was dressed really, I swear. Hey, Conroe High School, Golden Girls. They're going to have their second annual pie contest on February 17th, between 4 and 8 p.m., benefiting the Con Conroe High School Golden Girls Booster Club is putting this on. So is it like a... Throw pie at them. I don't know what this is. Pie eating contest or bake the best pie. I don't know, but I am going to call over to Connor ISD and figure out what this is because it could be either one of the two. I'm thinking it could be a pie eating contest, which I could definitely win that. I'm kind of thinking I'm just going to show up with some cream pies and just start throwing them at people. Well, you know, in the in the military, for those listening that that have not been part of the culture and are wondering why these pie contests and, and cake contests are so important for us. Here's how it works in the military. We get our wives to cook pies and cakes, and then we auction them off. And the ones that, that don't get auctioned off that people don't bid on, um, somebody usually buys them and then we throw them at the officers. We had it with the MPs. We throw them at the MPs. We, we threw them at our they officers. They weren't involved in it though. Yeah, so. Patriots cakes, <laughs> Patriots cakes were always were always the first to be get auctioned off and bring in some big money. She's German. That's probably it. Dan, February seventeenth. We should look at this. February seventeenth. I don't know if we can get our wives to go, but I was thinking about you. You take me on a date. I would make you get a Groupon and take me to there Blackwood is, Gun Club. There is a date night at the gun range. On February 17th, 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. at the Blackwood Gun Club here in Conroe. And we should look into that. We need to go fire up some ring. Let, uh, 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 throw some lead down range. Throw some lead down range. Range therapy. Bring your slingshot. Range therapy. For more information on any of these events, please visit www.conroetoday.com. That's where I got my information from. So don't blame me. Blame them. Blame the internet. Blame the internet. The government does. It is. <laughs> the innuendos that come flying back and forth, you have to be paying attention here. Uh, it's February. It's Bitter Glitter again this month. We have uh, a Bitter Glitter pocket knife to give away. And to, uh, we can't give it away on the air. This is against the rules. But you can get your very own Bitter Glitter pocket knife by contacting us at uh, over at our website, www.veteransair.us. And you can check it out there and enter in win a beautiful pocket knife. Absolutely. I don't know what I did with my bitter glitter pocket knife. Mine's at home. You think it's in the box? 
I don't know. I haven't looked in that box in months. I take like three things out of it and just keep throwing he, things he in it. He puts it in his car and hands it to me when he gets here. You, yeah, that, 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 that's, that's the God's honest truth. That is the God's honest truth. that goes from here to the car to my office and it's just there for a month. And then like 20 minutes before the show, I put it in the car and bring it here. I think it's time for our sponsors, Doug. Oh, yes. We, do. we love our sponsors. Yes. Who are our sponsors? Uh, our sponsors today are East Meets West Productions, full-service business consultants helping vets apply for SBA and FEMA grants. For more information, call 361-904-0044. And by the American Legion, Conroe Post 411. Post 411 meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. at 13614 Poplar Circle. 201 Conroe, Texas. Visit AmericanLegionConroe.org for more information or call 936-207-2401. Wow, that was inspiring. Thank you. I try. I wake up every day being like, I'm going to read the buttload off the sponsors. You know, that's the only thing that you read every single month. You think you'd have it memorized. I have a horrible memory, Doug. You should know this. Me too. That's why I start this. <laughs> I start the show the same way every single month. Or every single month. You know, we've been on the air for over a year. Have we really? Yeah. And we still haven't gotten picked up for syndication yet. We got picked up. I can't understand why. Like I said earlier, people are intimidated by us, Doug. We're intimidating. That, that's that's probably true. Look at these big guns. Um, I was gonna say something. About the American Legion, I forgot what it was. Oh, yes, next Tuesday. It just dawned on me that we have this show on the first Tuesday of every month, and the very following week is the members' meeting over at uh, Poplar Circle. So all, all you Legionnaires that that don't show up or call me and go, when's the meeting? It's a week after the show. Pay attention, your cap's too tight. You're looking at me, Doug. Well, you never come. Nobody, nobody, I'm always working. How come I don't get any of this green stuff that you keep making all the time? You gotta work for it, Doug. Like I do. You, you can't be cursing on the air. Dick's gonna get in trouble. You keep throwing that work word around, and you know, <laughs> people are gonna be offended. Um, I guess that's it. How many time do I have? I have two minutes. I can I, I can do my closing in two minutes. Watch this. Listen up. I'm gonna do my closing in two minutes. Well, that about wraps up the show for now. But remember to tune in March 6th at 1 p.m. And since it's my birthday. We'll do something special. Hey, Dick, can we give away cake to everybody that walks up during the show? Dick says we can. For so, sure. So, okay, listen up. March 6th, next month, we have the show, 1 p.m., March 6th. It's my birthday, and I'm going to bring in a sheet cake and put it right outside the door here in the front of the studio so you can walk up and get yourself a piece of birthday cake on March 6th. I feel like we need to make a competition. Like, the first person to eat so much cake no, because Dick would have to clean it up then. I can't do that. I, I can't. I can't do that. But March 6th, 1 p.m., tune in for the special birthday show. Uh, I'll figure up something to talk about or make Dan talk about it. He's saying wrap it up. Okay. Well, I want to leave you with this. As we leave, I want to leave you with this awesome song um, that we do every now and again called Strong from our friends, Sailor, our friend, Sailor Jerry. He's about to release an album. And while we're listening to this, let us remember our brothers and sisters in uniform that today are standing in harm's way to stand for our freedoms and our liberties. Let us pray for our friends and families. And as always, until next month, 
Stay safe and stay vigilant. It's a ride.